What's up, fam? It's your boy. You already know what time it is, baby. And we got the markets looking nice. We're about five minutes. Oh, well, one minute away from the actually closing bell. So let's jump on in into actually CNBC, see what they're talking about. Let's jump over that real quick. Get that up on the screen with you. Let's talk about this as we head into the closing. You do, as Sarah said, have a, have a nice move here in the market as we try and head into the close. Set a new, uh, perhaps S&P, new closing record high. 47.04 and change is the number to keep your eye on. We're just slightly below that. So we'll see if we can do that. Can we throw a chart? Uh, there you go. There's the S&P. So you're about two points away. Uh, Apple, another big mover today. Really ramped throughout the day. 175.96 is the high in Apple shares today. That's a new all-time high. It backed off that, but that stock has really been on the move. You've seen some of the high growth, high valuation. Uh, tech really recover over the last couple of days. Apple's been uh, a stalwart. As we're going to go out, we'll see if we can get that closing high again a couple points away for the S&P. Investors now set for a trio of earnings from consumer stocks. We'll have instant analysis of results for you from GameStop, RH, Rent the Runway as soon as they are out. Plus, Cole CEO Michelle Goss speaks for the first time since an activist investor is urging that company to consider a sale or spin off its e-commerce business. You do not want to miss this exclusive interview coming up this hour. First up on the markets, Josh Brown from Ridholds Wealth Management is still with us and mike i'll turn to you just to summarize the day okay. third day in a row of yeah. buying thought maybe we were going to get a pause that. and then um, it went down at one point and let's look at the indices first and foremost and check out what's going on over there we're going to head on over and look at cnbc after the close so we can get those up right now you will see that the dow jones actually finished up 34 points today as you see the s p rise up about 14 and a half percent well 14 and a half points i'm sorry they had this nice downslide during the day, and then it actually crept up at the end of power hour, actually making that move. And you see the NASDAQ still in the movement of its recovery, 100 point to the upside, almost 1% on the day. This is extraordinary for the markets as we actually starting to see this move happen on the upside that we've been looking for in the spy. Like I told you before, we want to see the spy take breathers and actually move in the right direction. Actually, we got the VIX on the screen as well. You see it was down another 1.92 points on the day as well. And that's interesting to me. So we're going to take a look like we always do each and every segment of this podcast and this show that we actually do together of talking about how the VIX is moving. Because I like to look at that in translation to what's really going on in the market. So let's head on over to actually the VIX in the chart uh, as well. So let's pull that on up. And you see, I have levels here. I need to clear some of this off because I, well, I'll just leave that. That's fine. If you got questions, ask me questions on that as well. But you will see here that I'm looking for the VIX, which is, is now has cleared the gap that we actually had fulfilled here. And now it's now it's trending backward down to the levels that I like to see the VIX uh, operate at. And one of the main things about the VIX that I really love to see is that when it's at these type of levels right here, this gives the room for the market to actually run at a cleaner state where it's not as less less volatile we're seeing price movement like we're seeing new highs on apple we're getting all this movement and this price action going and stocks are starting to recover and that volatility 
It's already when you should have been buying up here on the dip. It's now starting to pay off as it starts to decline back because now prices are starting to go to the upside. Okay, so let's look at the spot. Okay, if you seen my video last night or this morning that released about how I look and how I feel about the spot, we are still seeing that trajectory of what I already had kind of outlined here in that video. And what I have talked about is that we wanted to see the spot actually start to recover and move up this channel right here in this pink line in between the white and pink. Now, what we're looking for is to see how much of a gap away from that trend on that micro level that the actual spy can actually go. If it stays positive in the ways that it is and it bounces off this pink line that I have on my micro trend, that's even more bullish for me and that makes me excited. What I want to see, though, is that it doesn't get away from this line too much without giving itself the allocations that it needs to actually check this run out. Now, one of the ways that we can confirm that the linear regression is moving in that area is that we can turn on the linear regression to see that that uptrend is now starting to take place and it's in continuity where we're at. And you see an aggressive uptrend on this stock right now, on a SPY, which is great. We're coming in close to its all-time highs. We're about four bucks off of that. And that leaves me where I think that we're heading to next. It's going to be quite aggressive for this market. So stay tuned. Keep watching. We're in that lineup where we actually see now. It may be if I get another consistent day, we got three days in a row of SPY actually making a move. So I would not be surprised if tomorrow is a pullback day to kind of give it that room to actually breathe a bit before it makes its next leg up. And what I can expect is this may be the time now to consider if it stays above this trend throughout the day, it may be ready to time to average down into your position if you're in the play for the $500 calls with your boy. And we'll see where that takes us to next. Now, let's start navigating around the markets, see what's actually moving, what's actually transitioning, what's actually going on over there. We're going to take a look at the watch list, see how it's going. This is the travel sector watch list that we actually have currently right now. You see right here that it's actually up 8% on Norwegian Cruise Line. Spirit Airlines is actually up 3% on the day. And then you see it in the after hours, these are starting to move to the downside. But we got Delta actually up by 0.31% on the after hours after a move of 2% to the upside. Royal Caribbean is still positive in the after hours after it's moved up 5% today. Now, when we go to all stocks, we check those out. We take these what's going on over here in this market. We'll see after hours, the OLB group, after having a 3% day, is now up 4% as well. EXPI is at a level where I like entry on this plate as well, and it's up 2.63% in the after hours as well after the move of 2%. See, Express is up 1.5. That may be in correlation with what's about to happen with GameStop getting ready to report earnings. That may be a positive there. You see the trade desk is actually up. Wind Resorts is up. Uh, you actually see a wind resource starting to move back towards that $90 trend mark. To believe me, I don't believe this stock should be underneath $100. Valuations is just that, that important, I believe. And the Omicron variant actually pulled this thing back as it was making this stride up. So I believe that that move can continue to happen. Now, what I'm looking at as well, you will see Microvisions actually making a move, PepsiCo making a move. You've seen Carnival after they had that 5% run. It's actually up again in the after hours. Viacom is actually looking strong right now in the after hours as well. Ocugene and so. So let's see what bit the dust today. And what we're looking at. So back holders is now pulling back at the epic run of 31% on the day. You see Enveric Biosciences down 1.5%. We got GameStop down 1% as well right now. And then let's see what's actually going on over in the market. We got earnings alert. We'll check it out over here. 
report results as a public company. They are reporting a loss of $6.72. We are not comparing that. There is an awful lot of information in there related to the cost of the IPO. Revenues did come in stronger than expected at $59 million. The street was expecting more than $53 million here. Gross margin up very sharply year over year, and the active subscriber growth improved 78% year over year to about 117,000. Total subscriber growth year over year up 45% to about 150,000. They are expecting for the fiscal fourth quarter, so this current quarter that they are in now, that ending active subscribers will be between 121,000 and 122,000. They do note that all major U.S. metros are back to approximately 90% of pre-COVID subscriber count, except for New York, Washington, D.C., and San Francisco. They also note they launched an at-home pickup in five major metro areas, resulting in lower shipping costs. That is something, of course, that we're watching as this is a very capital-intensive business for the logistics of shipping the clothes to and from. Shares of Rent the Runway are down about 7% after hours in initial reaction to the first result as a public company. Sarah, back over to you. Courtney, thank you. And do not miss a first on CNBC interview with Rent the Runway CEO tomorrow morning on Squawk Box. It's, it's kind of been a disaster since going public, the yeah. stock. It's a $700 million stock before this big yeah. sell-off that we're going to see tomorrow morning. Or that okay, so let's move away from that. Let's get back over to the sticks real quick. Um, I actually see that there's an actual request in here to look at Intel. We'll look at that here in a second as well. But let's continue our move now. We're checking out what's going on. AMC had a run as well today, uh, where it's actually up 4.2%. And now it's down by 1.3%. Hey, it looks like it's trending back down towards uh, 31 bucks. What we'll do is we'll start. We'll we'll take a, a moment and we'll look at AMC real quick because I hear I see a lot of people in the comments asking about AMC on other videos that I'm actually producing right now. So let's just look and see what we're actually at with AMC as I give an update on what I think about it right now. So you'll see that it actually broke my downward trend and it's actually trying to make a move back up here on the daily, which you'll see. Is that uh, we got another earnings alert here? Let's see. Oh, it's GameStop and they're reporting the loss. Let's just listen in. We reported $1.3 billion in revenue and EPS, uh, EPS loss of $1.39 a share. We are not comparing to estimates. Um, in the earnings report, the company really is highlighting its increase in inventory. They say last year at this time it had about $861 million in inventory. Right now, $1.14 billion, saying that they, they've front-loaded their investments and inventory to meet customer demand and mitigate supply chain issues. Um, spoke to a couple analysts about this stock. Again, not comparing EPS or revenue, but they say these earnings numbers, they don't really mean a lot. A lot is really riding on the commentary on the call. Um, a lot more people want to hear more about Ryan Cohen's transformation strategy to turn GameStop into an online retailer. Um, also, the volatility in the stock. I uh, haven't seen as much of it. The stock's only traded above its 30-day moving average one time in the last 10 days. Again, shares of GameStop down just about 5% right now after earnings, 1.3 billion on revenue, 1.39, $1.39 on EPS that we are not comparing to estimates. Back over Yeah, Frank, thanks so much. Josh Brown, what, what commentary do you have on this? I mean, Frank mentioned commentary on the call. The problem is that's all you get because they don't take any questions. There's, there's no Q&A. Everybody's been waiting for Ryan Cohen over the last three earnings calls to say something he hasn't. Is this going to be the fourth and, and times the charm where they actually lay out a strategy? They've got supply issues on consoles in the shops, et cetera. How do you view this? I think uh, the 140, look, I don't, I don't have any fundamental uh, view on what's going on here. I feel like the shareholder base 
uh, is in here for something very specific. And when they get it, they're going to be really excited about it. So I don't, I don't think you want to get overly bearish. This stock has held support really all year since uh, mid-March. And that number uh, is about 146, 148. So we're not that far away from that number now, but go back and look at the last year. Every time the stock has gotten within range of that, of that level, it's had a really nice bounce. So let's hope uh, for, the, for the bulls that that level holds. If it doesn't, then we're in a different situation. But it's, it's been remarkably uh, supportive, uh, that, that, that area. That's where the buyers tend to come back in. So I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. And at these levels, still, what, nine times where we were yeah. pre-hype retail mania right. in 2020? I, I mean, you know, it's $13 billion market cap. And there's no debt anymore, so the company's not going anywhere, right? Um, it's just about, you know, if you were going to create the absolutely killer online portal to sell video games, would you start with 4,000 physical stores? You know, I don't think so. And way, the peak market cap in, like, 2018. Cap. What's that? I was I was gonna say it's it's a thirteen billion it's a thirteen billion dollar market cap. It's like a, a price to sales of I think two. There are stocks yeah. selling at fifty times sales in this market. Well, so Josh, where, 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 where do chain retailers then, trade, Josh? Where does Kohl's trade? Deeply below one. Oh, okay, real chain retailers don't trade yes. at multiples of sales. That's true. Yeah, Kohl's has a price to sales of zero point three seven. There. So my point is before. The whole mania in 2018, when revenue was over eight billion, it was a two billion dollar market cap. Now it's 13 billion. And revenue is going to be five point something this year. So we can talk about what's going on with the phenomenon. 13 billion in the grand scheme of the stock market is nothing, but let's not pretend that we're waiting for something tangible on the call. Yeah, that's going to justify 0.39 price to sales. Yeah. To, to your point, we'll leave it there. Josh, thank you. <laughs> Megan Chu, thank you very much. Actually, Josh. Quick final final what? word from you. Best idea. Okay. What? What do you what? want to talk about? <laughs> Your oh, best oh, idea I right added now. To one what I got to put up with. I added to. He doesn't like getting yelled at. I added to one of my holdings today. We'll wait. The class will wait. I added to one of my holdings today because I didn't really. I I thought the earnings reaction made absolutely no sense. Charge point CHPT. It's a small cap. Be careful as you buy it. Don't just chase it. Um, the stock sold off on better than expected revenue and higher guidance. They are investing like crazy to build out the infrastructure needed for this electric vehicle explosion. And so as a result, they're less profitable than people thought. They shouldn't be profitable at all. This is a land grab. It's once in a lifetime. Anyone involved in charging infrastructure should be spending like crazy for market share. Plenty of time to earn money later once you claim your your stake. So I like what they're doing and I think the reaction's silly. So I added to my position. Yeah. Buy on the higher loss. Josh, thank you. Now now we'll let you go. We appreciate it. We are just getting started here on the second hour of closing bell. Up next, Cole CEO, Michelle Goss's first interview since an activist investor Ooh, urged a sale of no, the company or a spin-off good. of its online okay. business. Her take on that and the broader consumer out. landscape. All right, so now that we've already got all the GameStop uh, craziness out of the way. Um, I actually, I think, uh, as I give, let me just uh, give my my interpretation of what's actually going on with GameStop. And I think um, CNBC kind of right, really said it right. Josh Brown and Mike Santoli basically talked about it uh, pretty much in great detail about how, you know, 
retail investors are believing in GameStop and basically they're believing in AMC as well. Um, I'm an investor in AMC. So what I say here, take it as what it is, because I keep it real as I talk about these things, regardless of what my investment uh, prowess is in certain uh, moves that I make. Right. But what I think about is when it comes down to it, and I haven't forgot about you, Tiffany. I'm gonna get to your question here in a second. Um, but uh, GameStop is one of those things where the movement started there. The move actually got to a point where euphoria happened and FOMO buying came in. And quite similarly, that's what happened with AMC and some of the other momentum stocks. Okay. Now, some of these have held support very long, all right? Very long while, right? But let's look at AMC here, right? If we just look at AMC for a bit as we actually move through this this navigation right you'll see the amc held trend throughout the year really and truly here at this point at that 3508 mark right that's the trend that i had for the actual support it broke that support and now it came down here to my second support level of 2889 and it's held that support quite well too even though it did break the seam of it uh in intraday on the third and you see that it actually basically bounced off that trend. It bounced through that trend and then came back up and broke through where it needed to. And it's been holding at that level of support, trying to make a leg up here. And to me, this is positive at this point in time. So with a with AMC, and let's look at GameStop real quick. Let's just see what this uh, support looks like right now as well. Um, I have really, I, okay, I have my trade up on GameStop too. It's good. Okay. So this way it lets me know that I'm actually keeping a pace with what's really going on here. And you see it broke trend here uh, at, at these earlier moments in the year, right? But now we are starting to see this trend actually contain here. What we are seeing that it's actually playing in this area. So this is, to me, is a demand zone, right? This is not a supply zone where people are selling off the stock. We're more in this area where we get to supply zone, to me. Now, what you're seeing is this demand zone is actually leading to a point where we're able to take advantage of what's going on in the market. And a lot of retail buyers are now picking up steam and actually buying. Now, we do still have institutional candles still coming in, so that's positive as well. But to me, the overall story has to develop. Not <sighs> technically, yes, it's going to move, okay. But fundamentally, the more the, the the narrative has to change. It has to be some way, somehow, that these two businesses are going to fulfill obligations to make people feel like they need to be in the market with these uh, two stocks. So when that happens, that's when we'll start to see that price action take effect to the upside that a lot of people really want to see. A, a squeeze, right? I know that's squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. That's what people talk about when it comes to these two stocks. Fam, I really don't know if you should believe in a squeeze at this point in time. Um, I think that you could see FOMO buying in this particular play, and we could see that move up to the way that we want. But I don't think actually looking for a squeeze in GameStop or AMC should be your play if it's on a technical side. What I think you should be looking for is price action, averaging down if you need to average down if you bought at higher highs. Then we're actually trading at today and then actually consider when this thing runs up, what level is you're actually looking for? Have a plan, have a plan. Now, I will say a lot of people have made a lot of money off AMC and GameStop and it doesn't require them actually owning the stock either. OK, so um, take that for what it's worth. Take that for what it is. And I'm just giving you my feedback on that. All right. So now. I'm going to answer some questions here because I really don't have long to be on here today. So we are going to get right down into questions. Um, 
and it really and truly look out for a video later on the night i had that video up but let's get into some questions here right so let's go ahead and see what we actually have here uh first and foremost we have actually uh intel 48 and a half put december 17th let's uh, pull up intel and we'll look at the chart see what we have um let's see what we got uh let me look real quick before i actually bring it over to y'all it's uh yeah we're definitely in a downtrend um but it's levels that it needs to actually pass through so let's check this out okay um we're on the daily so let's go over to the weekly first because i need to set up a trend first actually to see what we're actually at here um okay so this is actually going to tell me this the this is before the pandemic so the pandemic levels oh not even there here okay so that tells me that we've traded at this level for a while honestly this is a good support line honestly let's see so about here is a decent support line we'll put that there we're gonna go with a trend overall trend for the macro level back in june july 2017 and we got three points here okay three points of contingency that we've touched in this area of time okay and then what i want to see is how does this look on the daily all right so let's do that um so let's look on the daily we got some gaps here and we just filled this gap so that gap is now closed and now we're up to the upside or maybe to the downside i'm sorry we down we gapped up um we had a uh, we had a gap down gap up and now we have a gap down again that's crazy so we're basically still we closed that gap but now we're actually still in this gap okay so a December 17th put to 48.50. Okay, 48.50. So that's what we're looking at right now. So let's see if we can actually narrate ourselves through this. Okay, so we got a tweezer top here in April. We had a downside trend here um, that's pretty much validated here. Yeah, that's a touch. Touch, 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 and it broke through. What I would do is I would actually hold this position, okay? If I was in this position, I would hold by December 17th, though. That's your question. December 17th is over here. That's your market here. What I would do, I would not stay in all the way to December 17th. You have about seven days to work with. So December 15th is what my exit strategy would be at. Now, my exit strategy on this, what would it be? My exit strategy would first start, let's do turn on uh, actually the cheat code. Not she comes to our linear regression. You'll see that it broke out of the linear, so and it came back down to try to continue its downtrend. What I would look for first is a retrace down to the actual trend line here. The trend line here is somewhere between 49.48 and actually um got 48.948 or break down to about 48.11. You may not see by December 17th that move down. Like it depends on price action because this candle right here is about three dollars to the upside. Then you have a candle here that's a dollar. Uh, 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 is that three point? Uh, nope. I'm sorry. One fifty eight to the upside. Then you have actually eighty two cent to the downside, and this gap up here was a dollar seventy four. So to me, the movement don't happen as drastic. It's really not a really major drop off in any of these candles. So you got to look at it in that way too. Is how is that price action happening here? And that price action is not coming down at a steadier rate to get you to that level. So you're about six dollars from that level so basically if you don't see this thing moving over 75 cent a day to the downside you might want to start considering <coughs> on average 75 cent a day on average if it doesn't get close to that you probably want to consider actually closing your position maybe a little bit earlier um but 
not really waiting for it to go into money, but actually making money on the way to end the money would be my dis uh, my disclosure there. Okay, so um, what do I think about charge point? Charge point, twenty two dollar put, twelve seventeen. Hmm. Okay, so charge point. Now, overall, the the trend is down, obviously, right? So that's um, that's actually in your favor when you're going to put. But right now we see that in post-market is still moving up. It's about 2% up in post-market, 2160. Um, what I would look at here for charge point is to see if it gets rejected at 2136. And you only got a few days left on this, right? So right now it's up to the ups. It's going to the upside. It's going to test resistance again. And really and truly, look at this move, right? This is a double bottom. Like it didn't happen back-to-back -back days, but it happened on the 6th. It moved, it made a move up, pushed through that resistance, made double tap on that bottom again at 1976. This next move may send it through. And this may actually make a nice wave up. Okay. So what I'm actually going to do is actually put um a, a alert on this because I want to actually watch this for a move that I'll be willing to make. Let's see. Charge point crossing. Is that is that. No, we're going to go up to 21. Let's do 2151. 2151, right? And yes, send that to me. And start a call on the one hour chart. Okay, so I'll be paying attention to it to the upside. This may be your last break on it. If it, if it, if it, if it rejects, at 2136, then you're good. More likely it's gonna probably fall back through the next level of support where it pulls back. So you got this $22 put and you in the money right now. But really and truly, watch this 32, watch this 2136 level. It could actually hem you up if it breaks through and it can run real quick and be straight volatile up and make start gathering steam. So be ready to close that position if it breaks 2136, in my opinion, okay? So you don't necessarily have to listen to me. I'm just some dude on YouTube making videos. So that's what I would say about that, though. Um, and then I got another question here about um, what's good, Anthony? Uh, I see that we're talking about what is up with a cream 1217-280 call. Cool. Let's check that out. Cream. Got to get the cream. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Let's see what we got. Oh man, let's see. So we got a gap. Uh that's 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 first and foremost. So gap. Let's let's track that down. Um not the same wicks though. That's the crazy part. So it gap down, it closed, then it gapped down on the first. Now it's trying to make its way back towards that gap. Um, and you gotta um uh, 280 call okay so 280 call first things first so you must be you must be trying to play the gap that's that's what i see first and foremost so what i would look for first and foremost is i would i would have took i mean i get why you took the position now because it gapped down and it had this and uh it had this hammer which is bullish but then it had an inverted hammer the next day after another is that a, that's the second gap huh honestly that is that's the second gap so um, this gap, it may not come back down to this gap right away, um, but then you'll see it's actually there right now, though. So we'll pay attention to that. So the first thing first that I would do is I will look to see if it actually holds 
support. I would use this top of the gap as um support right now, right? It's not um it's not solid support, but it's soft support where basically fundamentally this thing may come back down to it in a technical sense, bounce off of it, and then start trying to make this run to try to get into the gap and try to fill that gap as soon as possible. Um, but I do like the position that you have here. Like you're trying to make a move, which, which the only thing I would criticize and I would be weary about is that you're trying to get that whole $17 gap, uh, $17 run, which is smart. Okay. So like, let's look at that right here. Uh, you got basically 283, 23 minus a gap starts at two Well, If you got it, I don't know when you got into it, but 263 51 okay let's uh try that first um let's check that out okay so that is a $19.72 gap area that you're trying to play right now it went from what I'm looking at right now so the one thing that I would like to do when I see a gap I I got to see bullish confirmation okay like I don't like to get into it and waste my contract and it through this the sideways movement right that's the same thing that I, uh, I've i been waiting on all day with uh, Autodesk. Autodesk got into the gap. It started to make a run, and then it, it's consolidated, right? So now that's that's eating at your theta decay if you don't set up a long enough contract to actually watch this play develop itself and run through, okay? So if you're like in this type of short time span where you only have like a week left on your contract, you got more than a week, but it's pretty much up to a week, is that uh, what I would like to pay attention to is how this gap is actually going to play out first. I would like to see bullish candles. Okay, hold on. Let's listen in on this. We got GameStop being talked about again. The subpoena, uh, it was news that they received a request from the SEC to voluntarily produce documents back in May. Now in August, they say the SEC issued a subpoena asking for additional documents related to an investigation of the trading of GameStop stock and other securities. Uh, the company says it's now in the process of producing those documents and they intend to cooperate. They add they do not expect this inquiry to adversely affect GameStop. Again, shares of GameStop down 5% right now. Back over to you. It's interesting. that Thank, thank you, Frank. It, it is interesting that they say that um, before we even know really how the outcome is going to going to take place there. A number of Wall Street strategists releasing a bullish okay. forecast for so, 2022 today. J.P. Morgan so setting its S&P. Uh, we'll keep on going back over this uh, play right here for uh, Anthony. So. What I want you to see, though, is that I want to see a big bullish candle come in, right, when it fills the gap. Okay, let's see if we can actually find the last time it gapped. Um, okay, so, like, this is a bearish candle, okay? So, check this one out. I'm going to come back over here to this area, right, when it gapped. Um, when it gapped down, when it gapped up from here. You see, it, it partially filled the gap with a bullish, with a bearish candle to the downside, okay? Um, I need to go to Autodesk. Give me one sec. I'm going to show you one. I'm, I want to show you a clean take of what I'm looking at, okay? So let's go to Autodesk. Mm, I'm going to come back to this. ADSK. So Autodesk, it has a gap too, right? Um, basically, if I go back over to the daily, you'll see that um, actually... But here we go. That is. That's the gap. You see why I got these dotted lines? That's similar to the ones I just drew on um, cream. You'll see that it had uh, CRM, Salesforce.com, for those who don't know. Um, you'll see that this one had a gap here, gap to the top right here. It made a bullish candle move, and then it made another bullish candle move on the daily, right? But on the one hour, what you'll see in all of that price action was that it basically came down to support, 
Then it made a move up, came back down. It gapped up, came down. Then it started making this move. And then finally it went into the, the gap. But look what it's doing now. It's consolidating. But it's almost making it almost like a cup and handle, but it's just a, it's just too low, right? So it's kind of weird. So what I'm looking for is to see if the next leg is going to another bullish candle up through the, the through the gap. And this is all price action. This is about a $26 price swing, right? About a 30 bucks price swing. So when you go back over to um cream, you want to see that action happen it's the same way. Like it went through this gap, it, it gapped up through this gap. So that's really crazy that it gapped up through the gap, but it feels it's, it's gonna eventually come back eventually but it's bullish enough to keep that run going so what you want to see now is that next candle come oh, another bullish bullish candle come in where a lot of volume come in a lot of price action come in and it starts to trend to the upside so 12 17 may in my opinion be too short of a run for this gap you may need a little bit longer on it so that's the only thing i worry about when it comes to gaps if you don't get that volume and you don't get that price action right away you can actually settle for less. And then you can actually get ate up alive on theta decay if you don't give yourself enough time for this thing to develop. So that's why in Autodesk, in my trade alert I sent out today, I went to February on this trade versus going to January because just because it's in the gap right now does not mean that it's ready to make the next leg up. But if it does run and it still gets 100% or you know even 75 80% on the run, that's fine with me. I can take that. I can close it out. And then if I continue to see that 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 trend develop, I can actually average into a new contract. So that's how I look at it. So I hope that answers your question, Anthony, on that one. Hey, Tiffany, you know, I, I appreciate you for even asking a question. Um, I see a ticker here. Uh, let's let's check this out. I don't know. Any, I don't know. I've seen this twice in the chat. So maybe I'm missing something here. Um Let's head on over to Weeble because uh, let's see. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I don't want to just give. No, I don't know. So if whoever is putting this in the chat that anybody can see down there, I don't know what that ticker is. So unless somebody can give me info on it, I'm going to keep on moving. I've seen it twice now, okay? So I do see it, but I'm not going to talk about something I don't even have no clue about. So somebody break it down for me if I'm missing something. That's uh, Ruby and that's Sherilyn. Uh, if y'all know something I don't know, let me know. All right, so let's keep this thing moving. Let's talk about Snap, okay? Um, let's check that out. So, see here. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. All right, so Snap. Let's see. So, yes, I got money in Snap. Uh, I actually well, I actually averaged down on my position today in Snap because I've been waiting. I got into it when it started that fall down. I've been waiting for that recovery. I have... Um, I actually have uh, now seven contracts for the $60 call uh, on Snap, and I'm still down even though I averaged down. I might average down one more time, but I want to still see that, that price action continue first um, before taking that next leg. Excuse me. So $60 call is what I'm in, okay? And I got resistance here at 56.60, okay? But what I'm looking for is this move here, right? Candle to candle on the wick. So eventually, I was worried about this gap, okay? But we got, so we have two gaps. Honestly, we kept, we gapped from here to there, right? So technically, this is a, no, it basically was no wick formed here, but then it chopped down into it, so it kind of ate away at it, but it didn't fill that whole gap just yet, right? So this is a gap here as well. Um, even if I was just to go here and form that gap, as all that price actually has now came in on it, 
you'll see that uh basically let me delete this line so you can actually get a cleaner look at it and make it a, make it the right line okay so you'll see that all that price action came and played into the gap on the way up it had a gap price action play in it trying to fill that gap but then got the news that we got gap down right so now we started a new gap so now we got to break through resistance of levels that i'm looking at we got two we got 5660 and let's see how strong that may not be a very strong support line i may uh actually pull out of that support line but it has consistent touches so we'll see how it dance in that area first before i actually delete it but we'll see and then we actually got this support here that we're looking at that we got to break the resistance of the 6064 that'll put us in the money and then we can ride this thing out so yeah my contracts uh for january uh i'm not worried about them right now i i watch them and see what happens but yeah i'm playing the gap i'm playing breaking through resistance reversal and the gap so if you look at the linear regression on this it's still in the downward trend but it's at the bottom of the linear and it's now trying to make its move so to me this is a reversal that's trying to take place right now and we're starting to get like uh confirmations of that reversal happening which is nice and bullish so we'll see how far this can actually go i would love to see it push through 5660 quite easily and get into this range and then we can start having a party talking about where this thing can possibly go so yeah i'm sitting on seven contracts we'll see where it goes from there all right, I'm glad you're in at 45. I see that you're in at 45. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad that you're in at that. So definitely, definitely watch your position and kind of watch your support. So support currently right now is at 50.01 for me. And you'll see that it's been playing at that level here for a while, at least back since uh, December of last year. So we'll see how that continues to trend, okay? So cool. Um, Hey, Anthony, I understand, man. I'm learning each and every day. It's never, it's never a day where you should not be learning, um, especially when you're trying to make money and grow your wealth. Definitely, definitely, it's always an opportunity to learn more. And, hey, keep on coming back over here. Keep asking questions. Keep engaging with me. So you keep me, keep challenging me to learn more and give you critical thinking on the things that I know about the market and even expand my knowledge the way I need to. And that way we can help each other. I appreciate it. Okay? So let's talk to... Uh, my man, always baby in the building, Starbeezy. We want to talk to Starbucks today. Okay, let's look and see about Starbucks, okay? Um, let's look and see. Let's look and see. So uh boom, boom, boom. Um, let's see what we got. So definitely, definitely, if you haven't hit like on this video yet, go ahead and hit like on it. We got to get this broadcast out to as many people as possible. If it's 11 people in the chat, 10 people in the chat, it should be 10 likes on this video, 11 likes on the video. However many it be, baby, we need to get this thing out to any and everybody. So go ahead and, and hit that with hit that up for you, boy. All right. So let's see what we got here. We are definitely, we definitely hit that support back here in October. And then we've been making that move up ever since. Okay, so let's see. I'm turning linear regression off. Definitely. Okay, so let's see what we got. Uh, I'm actually going to turn the Hakanashi's on right now because I'm about to do trends. So I want to actually get a clean trend line to see what we're actually at here. Okay, so we'll use this as our – it was in a downward trend. It felt like it's trying to make a move up, so we'll check that here in a second. Yeah, it broke trend here bullish okay so let's turn the hakanashis off now so we can see what we got we got a gap up here okay so um we always mark our gaps so we know where they sit at so we don't have to ch chase them and understand where they at later okay uh not a big not a big gap so it's cool um but yeah that's the gap 
Okay, so then like I like it. I honestly like it. Like we're looking at this on the one hour. Um, let's look and see. See how it's forming. I, I like I like these scallops that it's making. So it's scallop it's scallop down, scallop up. So basically, you can call you could have caught it here, rolled it from the bottom of this to from 109 to about 112. That's a three dollar move. Boom. Came back with another scallop up and out. Could have did it this time. Now you're saying this is a deeper scallop, maybe, and it may be actually get ready for a bigger pop. So I will watch this. Uh, if you're in this position already, uh, you may I would give it some patience. I hope you have a little time on it so that way this thing can ride because it's making legs up, and when it's making legs up like that, it's actually forming itself to actually come to the top of this channel, right? So if it gets to the top of this channel at 117.32. You can see a major breakout from here, right? So I would watch this channel, and this is a great channel for it to be in right now, and it's trying to make its way through this resistance area. If it breaks resistance, you got room for this thing to run at least essentially all the way to the top of 119 or even higher based on that trend line, and it may start a new trend. So it's something to pay attention to. Watch from that area. I hope that uh, you got a nice position in there somewhere, and, you know, yeah, let's look at it on the 30 minutes. I'm going to give you a little bit more detail on the 30 minute, okay? So um, it basically is the same thing I see already, right? It's got that resistance level, ready to pop, ready to make that move. It just got to see if it's actually going to break it. If it breaks it, it can make that next leg. It actually has a gap here. That's the interesting thing, right? It actually has a gap. So if you go over to the daily, let's see if that gap is on the daily. Well, let's mark it on a uh, one hour first, and then we'll go back over to the daily and see if it's actually there. Cause it might not be so let's look and see and this is a significant gap if it is okay so that's about a dollar sixty dollar sixty five on starbucks let's look over on the daily and see if it's there um may not be if it's not there i won't worry about it Oh, yeah, it's definitely there. Okay, so that that makes a difference. So you see these two gaps? It broke through that gap. So that gap gapped up here. So that's a downward trend. This is a downward trend gap. This is an upward trend gap, okay? So basically, it was here on share price. So we'll bring it here now. It was up here on share price. Sorry, get that right. So it was up here on share price. Then the next day, it traded down here doing after hours. And now it then it opened up there and then it never got back to that level. And then it came through. It tried to get into the gap and it didn't. It just retested the gap yesterday. I will watch that. That could be a nice move. Look at y'all coming here with these gaps today, man. Okay. Okay. I see y'all. I see y'all. I, I will watch that. That's a nice gap. And it could be a run that could actually get, that could provide value here. Right now, you're at about, um, what, 116.25. So that's about a $2 gap from the level that it's at right now. So it's only a dollar. Dollar thirty gap, but what you're looking at right now is about a two dollar uh, gap between now where the price is at and getting to the other end of that gap. So, um, for those who are wondering who's watching right now, that gap play I would look at right if I was actually looking to get into Starbucks. I don't know. I don't know what you have. You may have one of these already, but if I was to do that, we already know that the price uh, action at the top is one eighteen thirty six, right? So if we go back over to Weeble. If you go to 115, it's at 116. That's 120. Um, 21 January has 120. 
18 is 18,000 people contracts like that for that. If I was to go to 23 December, if I was to go to 23 December, I, I would not be I would not be hard pressed to take. I would buy this on the bid, right? I would buy it on the bid. It's only 187 people in the contract right now because it's weekly, right? 187 contracts out there. But if you was to go to 31 December, see, it's low because it's, it's not a monthly. I wouldn't go for de December 7th. I'm pretty sure December 17th, they got 5,000 people. So, yeah, I would do the I would do the December 17th. That's not a bad contract. I would buy at 68 cents on the bid, though, to kind of hedge my bet. But the problem that I see with all these is that, you know, it's short. It's too short for me. It's too short. God, it's too short. I like 30-day contracts. 30-day contracts, if I was to go 30 days out, 7 January, at the minimum, I would take the 208, but it's not a lot of open interest there. So to me, you either got the 17th December that you'll want to take here on the, on the bid, right? Because the open interest, right? But this is risky. This is high risk. Or I would take 21 January and I would just go out to 120 and buy this on the bid as well, 207. But it's 18,000 contracts there, though. That's what I would do. So that's just me. Um, but I'm watching that. I'm definitely watching that gap on. Um, Starbucks, nice, nice, nice area here of, of consideration for that gap. Okay, so cool. Any more questions? All right, so I don't see any more questions here. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, actually, you know, do my thing before we get up out of here. Is that I just want to make sure that y'all understand, man, that please, please, please keep on coming to the content, definitely watching us on the live streams, and def. Oh, you want to talk for? Woo, you call you man, you want to bring that up. All right, so I won't go nowhere right quick. Let's this let's look in at four real quick. Okay. Okay, so um real quick, we'll do this and then uh I'm gonna take oh what I do that for. No, I need that. I need that, right? Yeah, I need that boom. See, I draw my trend lines so I can keep up what's going on. So this is the actual move that I'm I'm gauging right now to see how that move plays out here. So let's look at Ford. We'll see here. Um, so Anthony, you can get in the Discord by using. Let me let me check. Is it the, is it not the first? It's not one of the first links down below. Hold on one second. One second. One second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go down to the description in the description there, Anthony, you'll see that it's the first link that says join the Discord. It's the, it's right there. It has uh, where you get to my Patreon page and you can sign up over there. And do your thing, uh, picking whichever one you want to be in. Uh, all of them are the same. It's just different rates for how much you want to support. Because any support to the channel is great. And, you know, you can be over there with us. Uh, join the family. All y'all, join the family if you want to join the family. So um, what I want to show you is that you see I'm watching this trend here. What I want to see is Ford break this 2079, man. It's killing me. It's agonizing. And... I feel like we need to get more uh, positive news. What I've been seeing lately about Ford, though, is that they're ramping up. They're 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 stated to be ramping up uh, the the F one hundred and fifty uh, for about six hundred thousand vehicles to be launched by twenty twenty three. Man, let me look that up because I might. I don't want a lot of y'all. I don't want y'all to feel like I gave y'all some bad gouge. I felt like that's what I read yesterday. Uh, let me look though. Ford Lightning. Let's look that up. See if I got an article. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look at this article right here, right? Um, I'll show it to you because this is what I read yesterday. And I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll be trying to tell you. I'll be out here doing this fundamentals, man. So what I saw was that the company had said they had 200,000 retail reservations for the pickup truck. 
Okay. And then they said also um, in a recent interview, Ford plans to increase its EV production to 600,000 vehicles by 2023. Yeah. So if you if you were talking about EVs, um, man, y'all coming in with these with these tickets. All right. So look, I'll look, go ahead and get your uh, tickets in now. If you don't get your tickets in now, I'm really I'm, I'm really uh, up against time. So if you really got more questions about tickets, definitely drop them in there and I'm going to run through them real quick. OK, um, I don't want to leave y'all hanging, but definitely if you got tickers, drop them in the chat now. Definitely hit that like button. And if you want me to do your ticket faster, you definitely got to send your boy a super chat or something like that, because I'm going to go through them in order. So if you're trying to get to the top of the order, you're going to have to super chat that thing up. All right. So the, back to the forward thing, though. We just talked about that fundamental briefly. Over in the Discord, we could chat about this later. If you want to talk about it, just hit me up in the Discord. Tag me in Discord. And we can talk about the, the fundamentals a little bit there. Um, so what I'm looking at, though, is that Ford needs to break through this 2079. It's getting tight. It's getting consolidation, and it's starting to squeeze, right? So with that squeeze on it, we need to kind of watch this. If it actually get enough momentum and enough volume, it breaks through here. This thing can attack higher highs, all higher all-time highs, and start trending towards that $30 mark. I'm holding my position. I got mine for February, uh, February and March, I believe. So I'm in that place still. I'm not out of it. Okay. Uh, okay. So we got Apple. Okay. Apple. Do I do I believe Apple will run some more tomorrow? Um, let's look at it. I sold my Apple uh calls for February. It was it was up over 50%. Nice game. Didn't want to sit in it and uh wait and watch it retract because I think that we're at the top of this linear regression, right? Yeah, we broke through it. So typically, when we break through the top of the linear regression. What typically happens, even if I turn on, let's see if I just turn on reversal bands real quick so you can get a look at that, um, just so I can kind of annotate my point. See, when it goes through the linear regression, I feel like it's always in the reversal. And typically, it can continue to run, but what I believe happens is it's going to reverse back down. And when it revert back down, I'll look to buy another call for February to actually start getting into my position, okay? No, 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 Ether G, I got you right now. We're going to do AMD right now, okay? I got you, I got you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If you got tickets, though, if you part of the fam over the Discord, y'all come to the YouTube, I hook y'all up here, too. But definitely tag me over in Discord. I would definitely get back to you about the things that you're looking for in Discord. Definitely, definitely, definitely just tag me in Discord. Um, and I'll drop my technical analysis or anything that you need in Discord about yours over in the technical analysis channel over there, too. Definitely. So I appreciate you for being considerate, but go ahead. I got you. I'm going to take care of that right now. So we're looking at Discord right here. We'll see, not Discord, I'm sorry, AMD. Um, we'll see AMD is right here and it's actually trying to make this move to the upside. Now we had a hammer here and now we got a doji here and this kind of a signal and another move back to the downside uh, possibly. So we need to kind of watch this position, this area right here. Like we're like Right on this top. So let me look and see. Yeah, we got we got support. We got soft support here. Um, we don't really have resistance until we get back up to this level. Um, I, yeah, I will watch this. I, I'm looking to see what this. I would look to see what this indecisiveness is. If it breaks, cool. If it don't break, cool. I will watch this go trade sideways. I think that may be your your best bet here. Is to watch this trade sideways and kind of build some um some growth in this in this region first before its next breakout. If it just continues to break out to higher highs, you got to remember the hot the harder the fall is going to be, right? So you see, we came from here at the top at what 164 to the bottom here at 134. That's a 30 dollar move. 
So just remember, um, just remember, this is the thing that you can actually watch here and pay attention to. So uh, thanks, Anthony, for becoming a member. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, remember, y'all can all hit the join button to actually be a part of this, uh, this YouTube membership as well. And what we are doing over here is eventually when Spy gets to $500 or in that range, we're going to start having um, Spy watch parties. And sometimes it's going to be exclusive to only members, where it's membership only chats. OK, so just think about that and uh, actually think about that as we go forward. And I'm just going to start making membership quality content on youtube just for those who are joining that membership as well so definitely hit that join button um if definitely if you wanted to hit the join button and you don't see it on your screen it must mean that you're on an ipad or an iphone it's not going to show up you have to use a website desktop so either a laptop or an internet browser on your laptop or your desktop okay so thank you i appreciate it um so let's look at um we got one more here so i already broke down apple I broke down. Oh, I broke down all these. I just did AMD and I did Starbucks. So I took care of all of these. If you need to rewind the live stream, definitely rewind the live stream. Unless you have a very specific question about AMD, Apple or Starbucks. I pretty much talked about them in detail. Apple, I just think that eventually Apple is going to pull back. All right. Like if I go back over here to Apple and I'll show you why I think it's going to pull back. It's because fundamentals is it's actually it's, this is the run up before earnings. OK. What I think is happening is that Apple is making these moves up. And every time it retraces, I'm I'm keen on buying it when it retraces, okay? Uh, because this is the demand zone here. To me, this is, if it pulls back to this area, this is where people are buying stock at. But when it retraces, I'm fine with buying option plays that goes a little bit further out because I feel like it's still making that run up. But I'm not holding past the, the earnings date. Currently, the earnings date is February 1st. So for me, I would not hold past that. I would sell off, wait for the earnings to come. Let's really see how this thing shakes out with the supply demand that they're actually having a problem with right now. They're not fulfilling orders fast enough. Um, people are not really interested in the iPhones like they thought they were. All this can impact the, the bottom line with Apple, right? So I kind of like want to, you know, get in on the run, but then bag away and let the smoke settle about what really happens with Apple over time. Okay, so that's that's give us that give us pause and that give us something to think about here too. So um that's what i think about with apple just to give that a little bit more detail on that if you're watching this on well if you're listening to this on the podcast definitely definitely come check the video out because you want to see what it looks like on the chart to understand what i'm actually putting down in this game okay so all right fam it's uh 453 i'm gonna get up off here we've been going for 54 minutes i appreciate y'all i'm gonna catch y'all in the next video definitely look out for my video tonight it may be i'll release a little bit tonight i'm gonna actually do an updated video on spy based on what happened today We'll spy, and I'm actually going to probably talk about a couple more tickers that you may be wanting to watch as we're now transitioning to hopefully seeing a bull rally on SPY here shortly. Now, remember what I said earlier as I started this move, uh, the stream was that I expect the move down on SPY, right, to the downside, back to our trend line, and but we don't really want to see a gap too far away from this new, this new micro trend. We want to give it time to actually allocate a position and, like, you know, load up steam and then start making that move to the upside in a positive manner. If we start, if we get over hot and a little frothy at the end of this week or heading to the beginning of next week, we can actually see a bigger pullback than what we want to see. We want to stay on this trajectory and eventually find ourselves marking our way up to the top of this next overall macro trend that it originally came from. Okay. So that's my thesis on that. That's why I'm at on that. Um, and just so that we're all clear, I appreciate each and every single one of y'all. Being here with your boy, um, coming in and talking to me each and every day. Definitely, if you like my psychology with anything that I talk about in the market, 
definitely consider using that Discord link down below or just joining the fam over here as well on YouTube. You can do either one of those things. You don't necessarily have to do any of those things. Everything is free that I provide you with on YouTube. So just come over here and watch the videos, baby, and hang out with us or listen to it on the podcast every time I drop a live stream, okay? I'll catch y'all in the next video. Y'all stay safe. Peace.